Hey, it's Luke at HIP, and if you've been listening to the Grow Ortho podcast maybe for weeks, months, or in some cases years, you know that we typically interview an industry expert, whether it be someone working in the office or a consultant uh, or just a strategic partner for orthodontist. Well, we're going to change things up just a bit, and this year we've actually released four books. And so we're going to release every audiobook, basically a chapter for each episode. Listen, enjoy, and let us know what you find valuable and implement and what works well in your office. Thanks so much for supporting HIP, and we hope you enjoy all these episodes on the Practice Growth Series. Chapter 3. A Team That Exudes Positivity When you put together a team of great people who love to serve, we can usually assume that they have positive attitudes, but it is not something that can be left to chance. When you take the time to think about it, we are expecting people to take time out of their busy lives, come into our practice, commit to a treatment plan that takes a long time, is uncomfortable, and requires discipline. And we want them to pay a lot of money to do this. We better keep them focused on the positive aspects of care, like the beautiful smile we build together. We have to ooze positivity, enthusiasm, and excitement about the long game so they stay focused on the goal. That's why I decided to dedicate a whole chapter to positivity. Your front desk and scheduling team must be willing to go above and beyond for patients and be excited to work together to achieve shared goals. It is inspiring when you have finally found the individuals who can make this happen. Unfortunately, one bad attitude has the potential to corrupt everything you have worked so hard to achieve. Think back to a time when you encountered someone with a negative attitude. Perhaps they complained constantly about the weather, their friends, their job, and even their family members. Maybe they were always spreading rumors or gossiping about others. Did you hear Jane did this? Fred told me not to say anything, but this happened. Or it may be that they were just unpleasant to be around and never had anything nice to say. After being in the presence of this person over an extended period, you most likely felt emotionally drained and desperate to leave their vicinity. We have all been there. I sure have. You don't want this kind of person working in your practice. Their onboard terrorist qualities that we introduced earlier can create a toxic work environment for everyone involved. So how can you cultivate a team that exudes positivity? This chapter will determine the consequences of negative thinking in the workplace and the benefits of developing a team that is overflowing with happiness and joy to grow your practice in a meaningful way. Negative thinking in the workplace. Negative thinking can severely impact your front desk team dynamic and overall workplace morale. Thoughts connect to other thoughts and create a downward spiral. Once you think of one bad thing, it polarizes you and your emotional disposition starts to shift. You start frowning. The corners of your mouth turn down and your tone of voice changes. This disposition rubs off on other team members, but more importantly, it affects the leads and patients. People start questioning whether they want to be around you or not. Your teammates start to avoid you and appointments start to cancel. It's almost like you put new patient repellent on. We just can't have this. A bad attitude costs you money. Catch it early. Catching these behaviors and attitudes should happen as early as the interview process. An excellent way to determine if your potential candidates have these negative qualities is by asking the right questions and paying attention to what they say and how they say it. 
Additionally, paying attention to their tone and body language can help you determine if they would be a good fit for your practice. Ask yourself, would this person get along with the rest of my team? Do they seem like they can be a team player? Are they willing to go above and beyond for patience? Are they exuding positive energy that my team and I would benefit from being around? Suppose you notice that a potential candidate focuses on their strengths, desires to improve their weaknesses, and demonstrates their willingness to grow within a collaborative setting. You probably want this person on your team. Alex, the director of patient communications at Fishbine Orthodontics, knows what to look for when hiring a new employee. Hiring for personality is number one. You can teach anyone a skill, but you can't teach personality. We're looking for somebody who, in the interview, asks questions, smiles, and laughs with us, and shares great stories and examples. If they're shut off, cold, or just not engaged in the process, we automatically know they're not who we're looking for. We have to acknowledge that we are all human, and we can't all be beacons of positivity at every moment of the day. We all have good and bad days. However, there is a difference between being in a bad mood and having a negative attitude. A bad mood is temporary, while a negative attitude is a state of mind. If the case arises where a previously positive employee begins to develop a poor attitude, it is essential to determine the root cause of that behavior. Try speaking with that employee directly and offering your support. Perhaps they need sympathy and active listening to work out an issue in their personal life or have had a difficulty dealing with a specific patient. Whatever it may be, Taking the appropriate corrective measures to address the issue directly will ensure they understand that a level of positivity and professionalism is expected from them to fulfill the needs of the patients and the practice. Alex believes, You need to have a team that is excited and on board to service your patients. Coming to work with a positive attitude every day is what's going to set your team apart. If someone is having a bad day and projecting that onto your patients, they're going to feel it they can turn a great phone call into a sour one, really quick. That's not the goal. We want our patients to call us when they are having a bad day and for us to turn it around. If you have negative people, you're not going to be able to do that. I can read my team. I know them. I pay attention to them. So if somebody's having a bad day or they seem off, I always pull them aside and ask if they're okay. A lot of the time, something is going on at home or in their personal life. You have to be empathetic in those moments and reach out by saying you're sorry they're feeling this way. And if they need to take a day off, that's fine. But ultimately, we are here to provide an experience to our patients, which we have to stick to. The consequences of negative thinking are too costly to bear. Whenever you can, address it early, turn it around, and encourage your team members to practice achieving a positive state of mind. If you do not see changes, you should track and monitor their behaviors and take the disciplinary actions required to ensure your practice runs the way you have envisioned it. Share positive stories, tools, and strategies for getting into the zone of positivity to elevate the overall work environment. Positive thinking in the workplace. Positive thinking can allow your team to overcome adversity more seamlessly, share information and ideas more effectively, and make more informed and thoughtful decisions. It can significantly impact workplace morale by increasing productivity, collaboration, and teamwork. A positive attitude can also be infectious and contagious. When positivity becomes the expected norm for your practice, you will be amazed by all the other extraordinary attributes it inspires. Your practice will become more efficient, and your team will show more initiative, solve problems more quickly, and go the extra mile to satisfy your patients. 
The result is improved customer service, lower turnover, and increased job satisfaction. Much like everything else we have discussed, it begins with you, your vision, and how well it is conveyed to your team. The team leader must be the role model for this type of thinking and behavior. No matter what is going on in your life, it is crucial to show up to work every day with a smile on your face, your head held high, and your posture as straight as an arrow. Get your team pumped at the beginning of the day. Celebrate successes and accomplishments frequently and reward your team for a job well done. Discuss the vision and mission statement with the team during meetings. Make reasonable and achievable goals and targets. And effectively coach and mentor your team when these objectives are not met. It begins with you, but it will transfer throughout your team. Before you know it, all your team members will be excited to come to work and eager to do their best daily. Alex knows the importance of leading by example. You have to lead by example. Look, we all have things going on in our lives, but you gotta come in and be excited. I try to get my team pumped up, ask them how they're all doing, offer coffee to everyone. I want to get their energy up so they can spread that to other people. You have to try to instill that attitude in your team. It's so important. A positive attitude is a driving factor that can turn a fixed mindset into a growth mindset. A person with a fixed mindset thinks they are who they are and cannot change. They see others as being endowed with skill sets that they did not get when they were handed out. They feel disadvantaged and unable to change. Fortunately, being immersed in a culture of positivity can help shift a person's mindset from fixed to growth. When your team focuses on improving their growth mindset, they are likely to cultivate change through their own personal and collaborative efforts and less likely to see themselves as individuals who are incapable of doing so. People with growth mindsets see challenges as opportunities to learn and acquire new skills. They see failures as moments to learn from their mistakes and come back stronger than before. These are the types of people who should be working in your practice. Julie understands how important it is to hire the right kind of people. I feel like the majority of people we hire are positive thinkers. They're going to take the time to sacrifice their time to create a solution for patients, parents, members of the team, and for the sake of the practice. They're going to get the job done because they maintain that kind of attitude. The people we've hired in the past that don't think that way have never worked out. They ended up leaving within the year we hired them. Once a practice gets these first three components handled, they have the foundation that we can work with for practice growth. You've got the right people with the right attitude to learn what they need to do to build the practice that you have envisioned. Do we start marketing yet? Not quite. We need to make sure that the precious leads we generate are taken care of properly so that they become our valued patients. For that to happen, read on to learn to discover the processes and procedures for training your team.